Welcome back to another episode of Love It There. Woo. Happy 2024. Hope everybody's New Year's off to a good start already. I hope everybody had a great Christmas. I kind of missed the podcast episode last, like I missed recording yeah, it. Yeah, it does feel like it's been a really long time actually. Yeah, and it also feels like a really long time since I've just talked to you in general. So I feel like we have a lot to actually like catch up on. Yeah, we actually haven't talked in a while and we have a lot to recap on our New Year's Eve weekends. Yeah. And also just like recapping the 2023 year in general. Like I feel like this time of year is always such a reflective time to like think back on the year and like think about what's to come. We had like originally planned on making this episode like a normal episode, a normal travel episode. But when we were like working on the outline, like talking about what we wanted to talk about, we were like, I actually feel like we have like a lot of stuff that we want to talk about and like tell each other that it's gonna like make it too long if we also try to fit in a city yeah basically our intro like the content we were just gonna put in the intro we're like we just have too much to say about like closing thoughts on 2023 and upcoming thoughts for 2024 so that's gonna be this episode we promise it's a good one still don't turn it off (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully we're still entertaining enough, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, we decided we wanted to do a little wrap up to the year just as our first episode of 2024. And then next week we'll get back into it like normal. So yeah, but I've been dying to hear about Hallie's New Year's Eve stories. So I literally haven't heard anything about her time in Nashville that she spent for New Year's Eve. So we need to get into this. Yeah. Okay. New Year's Eve. Crazy. <laughs> As expected. If you guys remember a couple weeks ago, I said that I was going down to Nashville to celebrate New Year's Eve, um, which like, it's my favorite place ever. So I was so excited (laughs) to go back. And I told my dad that I was going back down there and he told me that they were going to start making me pay taxes down there because I'm like there all the time. Oh my gosh. Honestly, I'm jealous. (laughs) Yeah, it was... Well, okay, we're gonna we're gonna get into it. It was wild, not in the ways that you would expect it to be wild. Um, I mean, honestly, I expect the unexpected with you. So yes, okay. So New Year's Eve recap. So we had like tickets to go to Jason Aldean. So if you've been to like Broadway and Nashville before, like you know that usually there's no cover and you can just like hop around from bar to bar, which is why it's so fun. But on New Year's, obviously, it's crazy. So you have to, like, buy tickets. Mm -hmm. So we dropped, like, a bag on tickets to go to Jason Aldean's because that's, like, the place to be. Like, that's where you want to be. So we're, like, whatever. It'll be worth it. We're going to spend the money, and it's going to be the best night ever. So we get into Jason Aldean's. We're having a great time. Everything is going great until I get separated from the group, which tends to be a me problem. Yes. I don't really know how that happens. (laughs) Anyways, I'm like doing a lap around the bar. I'm just like minding my own business. And then I bump into two of my friends for their own well-being. I'm going to use like, what are they called? Aliases? Yeah. Fake fake names. names. Yeah. But these are like you ran into two of your friends that you like went on the trip with. Yes. Okay. okay. Like the girls that I'm with. So I run into Julie and Vanessa. Okay. Perfect. That's who we're calling them. (laughs) And so I'm like, oh, Julie, Vanessa, hey, guys, they're at the bar, and they're talking to a group of three men. 
and they're getting some free drinks. I'm like, okay, they're cooking. They're cooking. Let's go. (laughs) So I like show up and I just like jump right into the combo. I'm like, oh, who are you new friends? Like, you know, I'm, I'm just like seeing what the vibes are, whatever. Right. So then these guys are, they're getting us drinks, casual conversation. Everything is going according to plan. But then I like turn around and I see Julie like hammering the shots. Okay. Oh no. Every time I turn around, she's taking another shot. And I'm like, okay, Julie, a little unlike Julie. Like, and so I'm, you know, I'm a little concerned. Julie's taking a lot of shots, but I'm like, you know, surely she's fine. Like she should know her limits, like whatever. So like I said, there were three guys at the bar. So like each one of us ended up talking to like each one of the guys were just like, it's casual conversation, nothing crazy. We're like, like, so where are you from? You know, that's like right. the extent of the conversation. Okay. So then all of a sudden, Vanessa decides she wants to go back into the mosh pit. I'm just along for the ride. So I'm like, sure, Vanessa, let's go into the mosh pit. <laughs> so we make our way in there. Immediately when we enter the mosh pit, I lose Julie and Vanessa. Oh my so gosh. I'm stuck alone with this guy that I don't want to be talking to. Okay. He's <sighs> not interesting. I'm. I'm like trying to get away from him, but I cannot find my friends. So I'm like meandering through the mosh pit trying to find my girls. And this goes on for like 15 minutes. I'm like trying to find them. And then I find Vanessa in the crowd. I'm like, oh, Vanessa, great. Where's Julie? And Vanessa was like, oh, I thought Julie was with you. Oh, no. I was like, no, where's Julie? Julie's still at the bar ripping the shots. So I turn to the guy that's with me. I'm like, hey, can you text your friend that's with julie and figure out where they are the text he sends back he gets back from his friend is (laughs) oh no julie's with emergency services (gasps) oh my gosh yes wait how much time had passed since you guys got to the bar oh we had been at the bar for like an hour and a half at this point. Oh, like, okay. It's like, I literally thought you just walked in and then she's no, it's like already a, it's in like eleven the- fifteen. Like we got there at like nine. Okay, okay, okay. And so, or like nine thirty. So, and it's like eleven fifteen when we find out she's with emergency services. So, oh um, we have to make a trek downstairs with me and my other friend, Monica. With Monica. Okay, so my other friend, Monica, I grab her <laughs> and I say, Monica, Julie is with emergency services. We need to go downstairs and figure this out. So we go downstairs and like leave the bar. <laughs> it's like not funny. Like now it's funny. It's funny now because it's in the past. I'm scared. Tell me we what walk happened. out and Julie's in the back of an ambulance. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. No. Wait. Seriously, we were with her. 15 minutes ago okay all this has happened in the span of 15 minutes we were with her she was fine having a great time and then within 15 minutes of me losing her in the mosh pit she gets in the back of an ambulance wait actually could you tell that she was like unwell no like i knew she was drunk but i had no like he told me she was with emergency services i was like no she's not like don't joke about that oh like what oh my gosh okay wait so what was she doing when you see her is she like belligerent or is she like passed out no she's in just the- like sitting in the chair like talking <gasps> to the people <laughs> wait okay what happened Finish so, your story. so i'm with 
Monica, and we both walk up to get into the ambulance, but the like EMT only lets Monica in. He's like, sorry, only one at a time. I literally okay. looked at him. I was like, sir, that's my best friend. You want me to just sit out here and wait? And he was like, yes, only one allotted at a time. So I was like, okay. So I'm like looking through the window at mm-hmm. Monica and Vanessa, like try or no, Monica and Julie. Sorry, I'm right. getting my fake names confused. <laughs> at monica and julie in the ambulance monica's like signing all these papers i'm like what is happening like i don't know what's going on because like i can't hear anything that's going on i'm literally like looking through the window of the ambulance so then they both come out including julie including julie monica and julie come out of the ambulance and monica's like they did a bunch of vital tests on her she's completely fine like we just need to take her home Okay, and Julie at so, this point is just like a happy drunk. Yeah, but like okay. she needs to go home. Right, right. And so we have to find an Uber, and there are no Ubers available on Broadway. So we have to walk like a quarter mile outside of Broadway. Julie can't walk, okay? She's oh, not a no. walker. She's not walking. We're carrying Julie. And we're just like the stairs we got. It was so bad. So eventually we find an Uber. And we get in this Uber at like 11.55 p.m. And so the clock hits midnight. (laughs) And me and Monica just like turn and look at each other in the Uber. We're like, Happy New Year, girl. Welcome to 2024. The fireworks are like going off behind us, like in the distance. And we're like, wow, this is just so not what we expected for New Year's Eve. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So that was my New Year's Eve. So um, okay, wait. So you put Julie away, you tuck her into bed, and then do you we stay put her there? away? <laughs> yes, do you go back dude. to the bar? No, we couldn't go back. Like at this point, the night was like ruined. Like we were like, bruh, what? How did this just happen? Like we were so annoyed. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe that. Yeah. So, so we had a stern talking with Julie in the morning. Yeah. And some very loving but stern words were said <laughs> about the night's events. Because just, we, like I said, we dropped a bag on those days. Yeah, she just went a little too hard. She, you know, wanted to have a New Year's party to remember. And but she had one forget. she'll never remember at all. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so did we find out, like, why emergency services were called on her? Or, like, what Basically, she was doing? Basically, the guy she was with said that she just like kept stumbling and mm. that and he she was, was like, like by herself. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he was with her. Yeah. And he was like, okay, this girl like keeps falling. And so I think he like told a security guard. Yeah. And then they like took her downstairs. Yeah. Oh my God. But she was com- like, she wasn't completely fine, but like they did like the tests on her and they're like, right. she doesn't need to go to the hospital. Like she's yeah. fine. Yeah. But just like take her home. Right, right, right. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wait. So then that you were saying you had another night there? Like you yeah, guys went out so, the next night? Yeah. So then we're like, well, we're all going out tomorrow night and like we're having a blast because we didn't get to have fun last night. Like right. we obviously did leading up to it. Like we had yeah, like but you a spent, couple hours. You rang still. in New Year's Eve with an Uber driver. Exactly. With Jason Aldean at his bar. Exactly. A hundred percent. It's just not what we expected. But So we're like, whatever, we still have one more night. Like, we're going to have fun because we deserve it. Oh, absolutely. And 
Yeah. And so Julie comes with us, but she's not drinking. We put her on sober duty. Yeah. And so we're all out. We're having a fun time, like whatever. And me and Julie decide we want to leave because we ended the night back at Jason Aldean's because that's where we always end the night. It's a given. And so we decide we're like ready to go. We want to get some hot dogs. And not the dirty street meat again. (laughs) Okay. This does not end like that. Okay. So we get our hot dogs and we get them. We're great. Having a good time. And we're like, we really don't want to go back in. We're going to go just like find somewhere to sit and just hang out. And so we end up going into this really cool Taco Bell. Okay. Okay. You have to be like 21 to enter because they have like Taco Bell margaritas and like it was like fancy. Oh, interesting. Okay. So we end up sitting in this Taco Bell and like talking forever and just like hanging out. And then we get an Uber to go home. And so we're back at the Airbnb and Julie checks her location and sees that Vanessa's at the bar. And so she's like, okay, everybody's still at Jason Aldean's. We're good. And we go to put the door code in because the door was locked. We go to put it in, but then the code locks the door. So we were like, oh my gosh, did they leave and not lock the door when oh, they left? No. Like, are you kidding me? And we're like, geez, hopefully like nobody came in our Airbnb. It was freaking right. left unlocked all night. Yeah. And then we hear dishes crashing <gasps> in our Airbnb. And we literally look at each other and we're like, oh my God. And we sprint. We sprint down the street because we're like, somebody is Someone's literally in inside there. of our Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. And Julie is like, okay, you should like, we should probably call the cops. Yeah. Like, somebody's in our Airbnb. Like, we need oh to call 911. Oh my gosh. The panic. Yeah. We are freaking out. Okay. So we like walk to like the main street because we're like, we need to be in like, a public place right now because we're like freaking out right and so i literally we're like texting in our group chat and we're like guys like somebody is in our airbnb right now like you guys left the door unlocked and somebody is freaking in our airbnb so i like dial 911 it's ringing okay it is ringing and then we get a text from our other friend who's with us um lucy what do we want to call her lucy Okay, so then we get a text from Lucy, who we thought was with Vanessa and everybody else at the bar. She said, oh, no, guys, I'm inside. And we're like, why is she separated from everybody else? When did she get home? We had no idea. So then I have to hang up on 911. And then Lucy's calling my phone. And she's like, dude, like, I didn't know. Like, I thought you were an intruder trying to break in. Like, I'm in here. Like, oh don't my worry. Gosh. It's just me. And while I'm on the phone with her, I'm getting calls from 911, like, back to me, trying oh, to figure out, like, no. why I hung up on them. Oh, so these, geez. like, 911 dispatchers are, like, trying to call me. So I'm like, sorry, Lucy, one second. Like, the police are calling me. So, oh. so then I had to, like, get back on the phone with 911 and be like, no, everything's okay. This is what happened. It was a misunderstanding. They, like, made me give them all the details. And it was this whole ordeal. Oh, my gosh, Hallie. And so we get it was so bad so finally we get into the airbnb and we're like lucy why are you here by yourself she's like in her pajamas cleaning the apartment we're like breaking dishes yes like doing the dishes and that's what we heard (laughs) and so (laughs) 
she was like, oh, yeah, like I ordered an Uber because we all wanted to go. And then everybody decided they wanted to stay. But I had already ordered the Uber. So I just like took the Uber and came back. But like everybody else is still there, which is why when we checked their locations, it said they were all still there. Right. But we just didn't have Lucy's location. And so it was a whole thing. That oh, we, my like, gosh. It was just a big misunderstanding. But it was so funny. We, like, fully thought we were, like, going to get murdered. No, that would be so scary because I'm just picturing where we stayed on New Year's Eve when we went to Nashville. And it was, like, so sketchy. Like, if we that would have happened to not. us. Yeah. We were not in the best area either. I mean, and you so- spend the money on the tickets to get into the bar on New Year's Eve. You don't spend the money on the Airbnb, regretfully. And yeah. then these sort of things are very plausible. Yeah. And it was just the fact that we were like, oh, my God, the door was left unlocked. Like, I right. hope nobody's in there. And then there was, like, dishes moving, like, crashing upstairs. And we were like, oh, my God. No. Yeah. That would have been so scary. Well, thank yeah. God. Nothing actually happened. So everything actually ended up being okay. And New Year's Day was great. Julie didn't Everything have to went go to the hospital the and Lucy Nobody wasn't an was contacted by emergency services. We got to take the small victories over here. So. Oh my gosh. So, okay. Well, that was quite a New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah, I think I've like realized that I've like done my time in Nashville. I think it's time to move on. I've been yeah. there five times. And it's been very eventful in every not the best time, way. Something every time. Seems to happen. Yeah. I'm like, you know, maybe this is a sign that I should put it in my past. Well, my New Year's Eve was pretty low-key. No events such as that occurred. Did you have a little get-together? Yes. We, a friend had a little party. They have a little band now, which is just, like, so cute. They would be so mad if I was like, oh, their band is so cute. But it's just, like, these goofy guys that, like, don't take anything seriously except for this little band that they've created. And it was actually so fun because they like played live music. So I like the vibes were just high. I was so it was so fun. Okay, so your 2024 started out amazing. So maybe yeah. this is a sign for you that your year is going to be great. My 2024 started out really depressing. So maybe this is a sign that I need to look out no, for bad things. Coming no, my you way. can't look into it that much. You just have to roll with it. And this is it was just a test to see how you handle adversity. And you're good to go now for the rest of the year. You're so right. You know, maybe also it's like it started off on rock bottom. So it can only go up. You from can here. only go up. Only go up. That's how yeah. I'm going to look at it. Well, okay. Do you want to share like your thoughts on 2023 before we kind of like move into 2024 and the new year stuff? Yeah, so we did like a question on our Instagram asking for everybody to send their New Year's like ins and outs for 2024. So I'll go through like some of these because I thought some of them are interesting. And for those that don't know, ins are like, this is like a TikTok trend, which I remember this was like a trend also for a little bit when I was in high school, but it's kind of made its resurgence. But Ends are basically just things in general that you want to try to do or just like habits or things like that that are going to be like the thing to do in 2024. Outs obviously are just like things you used to do or things you don't want to focus on anymore in the new year. Which is actually really interesting because me and one of my friends were talking about how we've been like looking at everybody's ins and outs and how some of them like make us self-conscious because people will say like outs that we're like, Oh, we didn't know that was a bad thing. Like, right. Should we not I know. Be doing this. Like, one of them, I saw ankle socks, and I was like, 
I love ankle socks. What? <laughs> and that's like kind of why I don't personally like ins and outs because it's so, I don't know. I, I feel like it's trying to be like, oh, this is what should be for everybody. But it's just right. truly, it's just your own personal opinion. So you can't like take someone else's ins and outs and be like, oh, this is what it's supposed to be. So yeah, well, for me, ankle socks are always going to be in. One of my friends said out Snapchat, which I also agree. I think That's Snapchat out is on the decline for me. <laughs> yeah, I just like, I don't know. It's so hard to let go of because I have so many pictures and videos in my Snapchat memories. Mm. And so it's like I always find myself like re-downloading it to get those like pictures and videos when I want to like tell a story. And I'm like, oh, yeah. it's on Snapchat and I don't have it. But I actually like feel like I'm ready to like move on. You're ready to move Snapchat on. Era. Yeah. I think I'm putting it behind me. Wow. We'll Big see. steps. To keep you guys updated on that. <laughs> um, she also said out white claw surges, which is such a hot take because I love a white claw surge. Oh my gosh. We were drinking Topo Chico's for New Year's Eve and people did have white claw surges, but I reached for the Topo Chico. So she might be onto something there. Yeah, I, I do like high noons, but mm-hmm. I just I also will forever love white call surges. But as far as like drinks go, I say in gin and tonics and out vodka sodas. Those are both out for me forever and always. I Bad experience? No, not bad experience. I just personally do not like gin and tonic or vodka soda. I need something that tastes a little bit less like alcohol. <laughs> what, is, what is your go-to? I like a good Moscow Mule. Recently, I've liked French 75s, but nobody knows how to make those. So it's a bit of a struggle. Like at a bar? Like at weddings. I tried to order a French 75 at the wedding I went to this past weekend. They didn't make it. They didn't know how to make it. I had to tell them how to make it. And then he just didn't taste good. And then at our New Year's Eve party, we had a bartender there or like a guy that was like being the bartender. Yeah. And I asked for a French 75. It's made with gin and champagne or like gin and Prosecco are the main two like alcohol ingredients. And he goes, I put my own little twist on it and he put bourbon in it. I'm like... If you ask for a French 75, this is a very light, girly, celebratory drink. You don't put bourbon in it. It was brown. I was like, no. So I've just given up on ordering that. That's horrible. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. A couple other ins and outs. This is another in that somebody said, which I completely agree with, lip gloss. I am so in my lip gloss era. Same. Yeah, Kelsey has hers on. I don't even have any on right now because I actually just got home from Nashville like 20 minutes ago. So <laughs> if I look disheveled, it's because I am. Oh, somebody else said in journaling. I'm personally not a journaler. I could never like get myself to do that. But do you journal? Yeah. I do not journal. We have this thing that mom actually got us for Christmas last year. And it's like a little prompt question a day for couples. And so Jackson and I fill it out every day. And it's like a three-year journal. So Wait, you that's like, so cute. Yeah. So we've just finished our full year of 2023. And so now when we go back and do it, we're answering the same questions, but it's just a year later. So now we're going to be able to like see what we answered for last year. So that's, oh, that's about so as close cool. to journaling as I get, but we've enjoyed it. It's been nice. I feel like that's the point of journaling, right? Is just to like be reflective on your life and yeah. get yourself to think about things that you like wouldn't normally 
think about. But. And it's good. I feel like this book is good for couples, honestly, because it's just like sparked some conversations that we wouldn't have really like thought about or anything. Like some of the questions are pretty easy and not thought provoking, but others like get pretty deep. So it's like created this safe space and opportunity to talk about these things. So yeah, wait, that's such a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Another in was more reading, which that's like always a goal for me. I'm always like telling myself like less screen time, more reading. And sometimes I'm better at it than other times. But I always love hearing like what people's book recommendations are. And Kelsey, you like read more books than I do. So I'm curious what you yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. I, so 2022, I read 25 books. And so 2026, Three, I wanted to read 26 books and I was on track for that until we started this podcast. And then that really like set me back a little bit because I spend the a lot of time. Sacrifices we make. Yeah. I spend a lot of time editing now. So I think I read like 23 books or something. And so yeah, follow me on Goodreads. I love a Goodreads buddy. One of my friends, speaking of Goodreads, she like got a notification from Goodreads at the end of the year. And it was like, congrats like you were in the top one percent of goodreads users and she was like i feel so humbled i feel like i just got called out for being an antisocial loser oh my gosh i love it i feel like no i was like that's so impressive i was like no that's such a flex you should be so proud and she was like okay good i like didn't know how to feel so okay well i'm reading the court of thorns and roses series right now which i know hallie is too yeah and Everybody, I need your feedback on this because I'm struggling. I feel like this was all over like Instagram. I'm not on TikTok, but I know it was all over TikTok of everybody being like, this book is great. Like this series is crazy, especially like the ending. And okay, I'm a quarter of the way through. I'm like 200 pages into the second book. And I like like almost 700 pages. Like they're thick. So I read the whole first book, which is like 400 pages. And then now I'm... 200 pages into the second one and I just cannot get into it the main character annoys me so much it just like I do she is like very unlikable there's no it makes no sense she just fully abandons her family and doesn't even try to go back we can't we can't spoil (laughs) you can't say that (laughs) well I'm just confused I'm just confused it's just not real like obviously it's not realistic for those that don't know it's literally like fairyland and like monsters and like magic and things which I'm not normally into per se but this I'm just like it's not even the the character development is poor I don't know yeah so I am also reading the second book but I'm like almost done with it at this point I think I only have like 50 or 100 pages left but it did like start getting really good but at page like 400 and I was like so annoyed because I'm like yeah it is good I just read this for 400 pages yeah so somebody tell me if this is worth my time i am really bad at not finishing books like even if i hate it i'm like oh just read this like get through it so that i can move on to my next book but i'm like i feel like i have to read this whole freaking series so i'm like is it really truly worth it for me so somebody needs to weigh in and let me know if i should power through is it good enough like, is the ending really that good to read, right. like, two additional 600-page books? Yeah. I don't know. Especially when I'm, like, I have high hopes for the amount of books I'm going to read this year. These are big ones. It's going to take up a lot of my reading time. So. True. But, but yeah, I have a long list. I want to read Britney Spears' memoir. I 
love a good memoir. So I really am interested to read that one. That's like next on my list for sure. Britney Spears and I have the same birthday. If you don't know. Yeah, birthday twins. Oh my gosh. I feel like a special Sagittarius. So yeah. A little crazy. Yeah. We're wild. If you don't know. (laughs) We're super spontaneous. Speaking of like reading or whatever, I just also started Succession, which is not reading. It's a show, obviously, but I know I'm a little behind on that train, but everybody talks about how good that is. I watched the first episode a long time ago, like two years ago when it first came out and I didn't get into it. And then I've just been hearing more people talk about it. So I'm like, okay, let me, I needed a new show to watch while I'm walking on my treadmill. So I'm like, hot girl walk. Yeah. Let's, in the winter, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But started watching Succession. It's actually so funny. It's like dry humor. It's like funny because so serious what they're doing but it's just like hilarious i don't know i was like cracking up so i'm into it is it on netflix i haven't it's watched on, it either it's on hbo max okay yeah but it's good is, what is it about like a queen no 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 it's about this like family this rich entitled new york family and just oh, i totally yeah. thought it was about like a royal family and like isn't succession like who gets the crown next it's basically the like dad and he's like dying and so it's like who's gonna take over the family business it's basically like an americanized royal family kind of okay but it's like fake i mean it's that's like not what i thought it was about at all so yeah maybe i should look into it i feel like you would like it because didn't you like suits no oh i like could not get into suits which also is like so unheard of everyone loves suits and i was just like i don't get it i like i don't get why it's that good i don't know no well, I felt like I was like kind of similar vibes, but I feel like it's better than Suits just because it's newer and like the content is more relatable and funny. So, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, what other books? Anything else? Um, all of my friends are reading. <laughs> this is like going to expose them so much. They're all reading Icebreaker. Have you heard of that? No. <laughs> it's this like super raunchy, like it's like a bad quality book. Well, I feel like everybody's reading it. So people are saturated on Colleen Hoover content, but they're missing that like spicy element. So I feel like that's why the Quarter Thorns and Roses have those spicy books from Colleen Hoover. Yeah, they have those little spicy elements in them. So yeah, now people are like, where can we get our fix now? Yeah, it's. I'm trying to think of. I feel like there's definitely been some other books that people have been talking about. Uh, I read Daisy Jones and the Six this past year, and I know Hallie, you and I have talked about it, but the book was very good. It was really different than any other books out there, I feel like, but the show is amazing. Amazing. We've talked about it before because it has Sam Claflin in it, who's my favorite actor ever, and he <sighs> he killed it. The show is so good because it also has like its own... Because Okay, so it's about... It's based on... What is it? Fleetwood Mac? Yeah, but it's not. I mean, it's fictional, but it's like right. This but it's band. like based on the story of Fleetwood Mac, and so they do all their own like original songs for the show. Yeah, and it's uh, so good. Ugh, I just like ugly cried at the end. It just felt so real. I was like, oh my gosh, the way because it's like documentary style where they're like interviewing the people in the band and they're like looking back at their time in the band, and 
oh it just guys like, it's so good oh my gosh it's so good i seriously cannot recommend forever. it enough but yeah it's so good i mean the book's good too so if you're looking for a book read that but then you have to if you read daisy jones and six you have to watch the show you have to have to have to it's if you're not gonna read the book the few, it's fine watch the yeah, show but it's one of the few like book movie or like book show combos that the show is better than the book agree. just because the book like talks about all the songs but like yeah. obviously you can't hear them so then right. when you actually hear the songs you're like wow this is so yeah good. but okay, okay. what about you Kels? what are your like thoughts on 2023 okay your goals for 2024 so yeah i didn't do like ins and outs i just had like general thoughts about 2023 and 2023 surprised me okay i felt like it could have been a little bit of a letdown like 2022, I got married, went on my honeymoon, bought a house, like did all these like big 2022 slayed for Kelsey. 2022 was a great year. And it could have just, you know, 2023 could have just been like settling into the monotony of life. But I really feel like it was like a good year for me. Like I made new friends. I like challenged myself. Like I did a triathlon. I we started this podcast and got some great travel and got really good experiences with my existing friends. Like I don't know, it was just like a really good year that just like I keep building on things and not like settling, which I was just like really happy about. And yeah. okay, the only other thing that I like my like thought when I was reflecting on 2023 is for some reason, like family kept coming to mind. And I just like felt like this year really just showed me how important our family is and how if just like how protective I feel of our family and just like the deep rooted familiarity and understanding we have for one another, like especially siblings, because we are the only ones who have like gone through the exact same childhood. Like your childhood shapes you so much and just you and your siblings are the ones that like can truly understand that. And I feel like that just like creates this like crazy bond that nobody else can really truly understand. Yeah, I agree with that. I was like feeling that way this year too because this Christmas was the first Christmas that Kelsey and I hadn't spent together because she's like oh out with Jackson and his family. Sad. And it just like felt so weird and it's like as you get older like christmas isn't as big of a deal obviously so it's like it honestly just kind of felt like another day so it wasn't like anything crazy but it just like did make me think like wow like it's so different when you like don't spend it with like your entire family and it just like felt like something was missing you know yeah i mean it's just you know you spend so much of your life with your family and i think it just like you just realize like wow how much like my family has like such a big impact on me and how you know, I'm grateful that our family feels that way. I not, I know not every family is like that, but just made me super grateful for my fam. Yeah. Going off that note a little bit, but I saw this quote that was like, maturing is realizing that the excitement around the holidays was all created by your parents. Yeah. And I was like, that's actually so true. Like the magic of it all is like, all just completely like the effort of like what your parents do to like make it exciting and make it fun right and it just like makes you when you think about it like that it like makes me appreciate my family and like 
the effort that they would put into the holidays because it's like obviously it wasn't special to them like when you grow up you realize okay christmas is literally just another day of the year right like it's exciting because you usually are with family and like eat a lot of food but like it's just like any other day the only reason it was exciting is because like your parents made it exciting yeah or just like the traditions that your family has created around a certain holiday or something like traditions can really just make something feel really special and comfortable so it's important to like start new traditions when you like grow up and grow older and so yeah yeah, but moving into 2024 since I felt like 2023 I didn't really have that like super high of expectations but I'm just like hoping to just kind of keep writing that into 2024 and uh keep working on like, you know, improving myself and spending, I want to like spend my free time doing things that are going to be like self-improvement sort of things for myself um, and really focus on that. But that's really all I got for moving into 2024. I'm excited. I'm excited with every year. I feel like getting closer to 30 is becoming like exciting for me for some reason. Really? Yes. That is such a hot take. I've never heard anybody say that. No, I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like each year I gain a little bit of confidence. I'm still like far away from that. But I just remember like being in PA school and being like, oh my gosh, cannot wait until I'm not a student anymore. And I actually like know what I'm doing and feel comfortable or whatever. Like I can't, you know, being a poor college student, being like, can't wait till like I have a career and I have a salary and I can like do things I want to do. And I just like feel like you actually feel like self-sufficient. Yes. I feel like I'm getting to that independent, confident state again, still a long way away from (laughs) ideal, but I just feel like with each passing year, it's, it's getting there. So Yeah, yeah, to me, I feel like this year I'm like, nervous for 2024 but also excited because I know this is going to be a year of a ton of change because obviously in May I'm graduating from IU which is going to be coming along with a ton of emotions just like leaving a lot of friends and like I love IU so it's going to be sad but it's also exciting because I'm like moving back to Indy and so I'll be around like some people that I haven't seen in a while and like starting a new chapter of my life in school so I'm like a little uneasy about it because I'm like, I literally have no idea what this year is going to be like. I know it's going to be crazy, but yeah, I feel like just going into it with an open mind and being like every new chapter of life like brings new and exciting things. And like, yeah, it might be sad to leave the old chapter behind, but that's just like part of life. So I'm trying yeah. to get my mind around that. But Yeah. It's all about your perspective and how you can look at the situation. Okay. Also, we've been getting some comments on our YouTube videos. So shout out everybody who watches on video. You guys have been some good dedicated watchers on the YouTube because we've been getting some comments from people. And it's actually really cool because we've gotten a couple comments from people that are from Spain. Yeah, we've like really hit a niche into Spain. And I think we've gained a lot of new YouTube subscribers and listeners or watchers from Spain, which has been really cool. Yeah, super cool. And we've gotten a couple comments about like, for example, when we talked about in Madrid, the tradition of like eating grapes on New Year's Eve and how that's like different, like people don't like some people do that in the US, but it's not as well known of a tradition. And we got a comment from someone from Spain that was like, wow, I had no idea that that wasn't like a common tradition. Like that's so interesting. In and the that's US, like, yeah, yeah, in the US. And that's like the goal of like, this podcast like for me like I love 
getting to like discover the different like the differences in each culture and how each culture is so unique and like obviously when you travel you get to experience those for yourself but like for people that don't get the chance to travel to like still learn about these things and these like little discoveries that you can make along the way and so to me that's like so fun when people think that like the differences in the cultures are cool because that's what I find super interesting too. Yeah, for sure. So anybody who's like watching or listening that are our international listeners, I know we have some people from Belgium that listen a lot. So we love you guys. We see Shout you. Shout out Belgium. Yeah. So please like let us know what your thoughts are on the stuff we talk about and what your traditions are and how that varies and everything. We love it. And also the best places to go in Belgium because neither of us have been. Right. So yeah, maybe that'll know. be our future trip. Yeah, but also people were informing us and commenting like helpful information when we ask for it. So if you remember in our Alcala Spain episode when Hallie was talking about like the food she was eating in the dorms and there was like this weird poop. Yeah, literally looked like a little black turd on her plate. And we were like, (laughs) somebody help us. What is this? We don't know. And so we got a comment and it says... That black thing on the plate is morcilla. If you look in the Spanish Dictionary of Spanish Language, it has three meanings, but the first one is like the real one. So it says, piece of pork, mutton, or cow intestine or similar material filled with cooked blood, which is seasoned with spices and frequently onion and to which other ingredients are usually added, such as rice, pine nuts, breadcrumbs, etc. So... And then it's like, sorry, that's foul. Yeah, I I know that's like, that's your culture. Like, there's probably so many American foods that people are like, that's foul. Like, spray cheese. Like, that's what we consider foods. It's like, I can't even talk. Right. But that is foul. So, my question is, I want to know is this like a commonly served dish or is it like cheap cafeteria food? Like, you know, we have like questionable foods that are served in American cafe or cafeterias and like dorms. But so you, like, can't I'm... judge American cuisine based off exactly. of, like, cafeteria food. Yes. Yeah. So, like, is Marcia actually, like, this delicacy that can be, when prepared well, it's, like, really good versus, like, I mean, imagine if they were serving, like, I'm trying to think of, like, an American delicacy food that's just, like, a cheap version that's served at a cafeteria. Like, obviously, it's not going to be the same. It's going to be Like, gross. sushi or something. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not even American. That's Japanese. Like, gas but... station sushi. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So, I'm I'm curious about that. But super helpful. Thank you for the comment. We – I don't know how we would have really figured that out. So, she also said we were very funny in this comment. So, thank you. Stop. <laughs> You're making me blush. <laughs> We love our fans. (laughs) No, actually, no. I mean, this podcast has been so fun. You know, this is our 15th episode. We have lots of plans to keep this going through 2024. So I'm happy for all of our listeners. But honestly, we're just having fun with this. So it's been a nice like little creative outlet. And it's just fun little hobby. Yeah. We've been having fun with it. So it makes us happy that like, I don't know, obviously like, we have fun talking to each other and like we entertain ourselves, but we never really know if like anybody else is entertained. So hearing that validation is like, it's good. It keeps us motivated to keep going. So yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Well, I think that's really all we had to cover today. We will get back to the travel content next week. Sorry. I know it's been like a couple weeks, but 
We have a good lineup for the next few episodes and we're really excited about it. So be on the lookout for an opportunity to send in your listener questions. We love getting feedback from you guys, like we just said. And yeah, anything else from you, Kels? Uh, If you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, do that so you can see our beautiful faces. Otherwise, make sure you follow or subscribe on your podcast app, whatever you listen to. And please, please, please rate and review us. It makes us so happy and just gives us the motivation to keep going. It really means a lot when you do. So if you are a frequent listener and haven't done that, that would be awesome. So I think that's it. All right, guys. I hope you guys all have a great week and we will see you next week on Thursday. Bye.